your core beliefs that you consciously and subconsciously create, that you believe, they determine the actions that you take that then later determine your financial result. Welcome everybody to the Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Chris Harder Show. It's another Money Monday here where we absolutely believe that both prosperity and generosity can and must coexist. So I was flying home from an event recently and somebody was walking through the aisles. They're loading the plane. And as they're walking through first class, they made kind of a joke and they made it out loud for everyone to hear. And it was one of those kind of snide, kind of poking or digging kind of jokes, somehow degrading everybody who's sitting in first class as they walk through it. Now, I don't think they meant any harm by it. I think they thought maybe they're kind of being funny, but it got me thinking that it is quite amazing how our unchosen beliefs can literally run our lives and accidentally sabotage our good intentions and our once big goals. Like this person walking through, I'm sure that they have great goals. I'm sure they want financial freedom or at least financial security. And I'll tell you, especially when it comes to how we are doing financially, these unchosen beliefs that have built perspective Oh, they have everything to do with how we are doing financially. Check this out. Recently, I was on a six-mile walk when I was visiting Minneapolis with one of my good friends. His name is Joel Eshelman. And we were reminiscing about growing up in the Midwest the way that we both did and all the good things that come with it. Like we're talking great work ethic and awesome family values. And, you know, there's just a toughness that comes with growing up in the Midwest. Lots of great family-centered memories, all that good stuff. But also, growing up in certain parts of the country, everywhere has its positives and negatives. Growing up there, it has a lot of limiting beliefs that have to do with success and finances. And this led to these realizations that Joel and I had about these moments, these seemingly innocent money mindset events, let's call them that created lasting money mindset damage in both of us as adults that we had to face and reframe and work through. You know, we're talking truly innocent comments that we'd hear from parents and neighbors and teachers and friends growing up that had lasting imprints on our financial DNA and controlled how we thought and how we performed and the choices we made financially then as young adults. Joel was actually sharing a story because we were walking around this be- these beautiful mansions in Minneapolis. I mean, just gorgeous homes. Most of them look like they're 75 to 125 years old. And he, he shared this story where he remembers once hearing his dad say, boy, I want to have to clean that house as they pass by this beautiful old mansion. And again, hearing his, his parents say, well, I wouldn't want to have to take care of that yard. 
you know, if it had a huge, beautiful piece of land attached to it, you know, as if you somehow do your own housekeeping or you somehow do your own yard work anyways when you live in one of these places, right? Doesn't happen. But nonetheless, I remember hearing comments like that growing up too. I myself remember hearing, do you know how much it would cost to keep up on the maintenance on a car like that? When I was at a car show with a family friend and I was pointing out the, the hot new Porsche at this car show when I was just a young aspiring kid dreaming about the hot car. Now, that family friend probably meant no harm whatsoever. It was just a reflection of where their financial insecurities were, right? And so he makes the off-the-cuff comment, do you know how much it would cost to keep up on the maintenance on a car like that? Well, I wouldn't want it, type of comment. I also had this one distinct memory when I was middle school-aged of somebody in the neighborhood getting a brand new Mercedes and overhearing my parents say something like, yeah, but I heard they leased it with a tone that somehow meant, you know, to diss their new acquisition of said Mercedes. And the crazy part is that in that moment, I immediately formed this imprint on me, on myself, that leasing was bad, that leasing was something that people did when they're overstretching themselves or pretending to be something they were not. And now here's what's crazy. In many cases, Leasing is financially advantageous, the most financially advantageous way that you can acquire certain cars. So it wasn't even sound financial advice, and it wasn't even meant for me to hear, I don't think. What's crazier is this. I grew up in a, a home where we were loved, and nice things were encouraged, and success was encouraged, and we were encouraged to go after the best life that we possibly could. So I really know that no damage was meant by this, this comment, and yet here I am as an adult probably 30 years later. We, and I remember it like it was yesterday. Everybody heard these things growing up. And none of them, I don't think, were ever intended to be malicious. No parent, no teacher, no friend woke up and said, today I'm going to ruin my kid's money mindset. Today I'm going to make sure this whole class struggles financially when they grow up. No, these were just things that were said in passing by people who cared about us, but were dealing with their own money mindset issues that they never faced. And this this is why you have to face them yourself. This is why you can't keep going through life on autopilot because it's hurting you financially and it's going to hurt people that you care about financially. You must catch these and reframe them because it's unintentionally having an effect on those around you, like your kids and your friends or your boyfriend or girlfriend or, or spouse or team members and other people that dream of a financially sound or a financially abundant life. And yet these chip away at their, six, their chance at success. So eventually you have to have a standoff with your current beliefs where you have to choose if you're going to believe what was imprinted on you accidentally or if you're going to actively seek to change these beliefs to new ones that'll help you see more opportunity when it's in front of you and help you seek more abundance. Now, this work can be uncomfortable. It really can. Because you're really looking in a mirror and saying, what I thought to be true up to this moment may not be true. And that is very discomforting. But it's also work that's really worth it. Because again, I said it affects both you and the people you care about. And that's pretty good incentive to roll up your sleeves and do the work, right? Now, I'd argue that your current financial situation, whatever it is today, and more importantly, your future financial outcome, I'd argue that they result from 50% 
the financial knowledge that you have or don't have, and 50% your actual money mindset. And I know money mindset gets a bad rap sometimes because there's a lot of people out there that's just kind of teaching fluff and you know they're teaching you things that aren't really actionable and a lot of it is a lot of BS and it's an easy thing to, to make sound really cool. You know, Take this course and you're gonna be richer and all that stuff. But although it gets a bad rap sometimes, it also is very real and absolutely has at least is at least responsible for 50% of your current financial situation and your, your future outcome. Your core beliefs that you consciously and subconsciously create, that you believe, they determine the actions that you take that then later determine your financial results. So how do you correct this? Nobody wants bad financial results, right? How do you correct these? Well, number one, you have to start to be very conscious of every statement you make about money or success. Was it positive or negative? And you have to be objective here, right? You can't be your own best friend in this case. And if it was even the slightest bit negative when you had that thought or worse yet, when it came out of your mouth, you have to have the bravery to objectively ask yourself why. Ask yourself, where did that belief come from? Think back, like literally take some time to think back and ask, when was that belief created? What moment what interaction, what comment created that belief? And then after you do that, number two, when you catch these beliefs and the moments that they formed, you have to take a moment to really sit in that moment and reanalyze it as an adult now, not as an innocent kid, but as an adult now with, that has way more knowledge. You have to replay those comments. You have to replay those stories in your head and ask yourself, if there was perhaps a more empowering interpretation that you could have interpreted that comment by and then change it going forward, or perhaps the person who gave you that financial advice or said that thing in passing, maybe their financial imprint had its own money mindset baggage going on and they had never faced it. And then number three, rewrite the moment. Rewrite this moment in your head. Change the meaning you've applied to it all these years and seek to rewrite that moment in a way that gives you a more positive thought around money, a more positive money mindset, a more empowering belief instead of a resentful or jealous or unintentionally damaging interpretation of that comment or of that moment. Because this is in your control. You get to write the new ending to the movie that you've been watching this whole time. And the more you do this, the more you'll start to really pay attention to what enters your head. And, and when you see success, you really start to pay attention to what comes out of your mouth. And this is the goal. You want to be very conscious around this. The goal is to change that language because those two things, the thoughts that you have in your head and the words that come out of your mouth will always override any good intentions you have or any big financial goals that you might have. Let me repeat that. The thoughts in your head and the words that come out of your mouth will always sabotage. They will always override the hard work you're putting in, the good intentions you have, the big plans you have, the big goals you dream about. They will always be crushed by the wrong thoughts and the wrong words. But seek to change this and you'll change your financial outcome in the very near future right away for the much, much better. And then it starts to have a positively compounding effect. And that's when, as we've always said on the show, when good people like you start to make good money, you can do great things. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget, 
I send you a positive financial perspective of the day or business perspective of the day every single morning that I wake up, literally every morning. Well, Monday through Friday, if we're being honest. But it's a way for you to see the world the correct way, in an empowering way, one that'll cause you to make good financial decisions that day, as opposed to just letting whatever thoughts fall into your lap. If you want me to text this to you every morning that you wake up, just send me the word daily. Literally, just text me the word daily to 310-421-0416. Again, text me the word daily to 310-421-0416. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Always love and appreciate you. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.